are Shoot Brothers Podcast, off and running. No time to meander, because we are here to talk some wrestling. Myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron, Brother Osborne. Bang, bang, what's up? What's up, R-Truth? Where you been at? Um, Did he, he, no, sur- uh, got... sure, he survived the releasing. I don't recall he his survived. name. I think uh... he's, he went to NXT and got injured. I remember that was the last time we saw him. Oh, well, he is like 50. Yeah. <laughs> But I think he's one of like Vince's favorites. Makes him laugh. Yeah, he's safe. But, <laughs> anyways, we got packed week two pay per views this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the regular wrestling action. So, uh, yeah, let's just hop right to it. Let's get into the show. Are we starting with a tweet or? <laughs> uh, let's start off the show um, by yeah. Let's start the show by crowning a brand new Tweet League champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Is it a X of the week? What are, are we gonna have to switch the name eventually, or what? Oh no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, they are called uh, they are called posts now. Guess, yeah, like in in the on week. the X world, you don't tweet something, you post something. But I'm still gonna. It's still yeah. tweet of the week. Um, the apps, it still looks the same pretty much. Yeah. I mean, for all purposes, it's <gasps> Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, we are, um, uh, this week's the champion. We're giving it to Renee Paquette. Hey. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're giving to, um... Uh, Renee Paquette um, when a fan tweeted out tonight's episode of Dynamite uh, should be renamed the Renee Pack RPW Renee Paquette Wrestling she's in every backstage segment hope she has comfortable shoes on cause you know backstage personality of the year um, candidate for sure as we run down through to this year right absolutely absolutely yeah, she's, she's doing all the work ones in the business She's uh, doing all the work on, um, and she says, uh, "You know, when, fans said, when the fans said, hope she has comfortable shoes on, she says, I do not. <laughs> Until <laughs> uh, Jushin Thunder Liger uh, responds to Renee Paquette saying, are any shoes comfortable when preggers, though? Question mark, question mark, <laughs> question mark. Uh, to which Renee, Renee Paquette, new two-league champion, responded by saying, a woman can wear a flowery dress and not be with child. Uh, Jushin. Oh, <laughs> so he was saying she was pregnant? Uh, he was saying, yeah, he was saying she was pregnant. Yeah. And, was, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, sorry, I, I think you, you may have, uh, I, I, I was, I guess I should reread the, uh, the Twitter handle correctly. It's, you may not have heard me on this one. It's Justin Thunderliger. Oh, okay. I thought it was, I was going to say, what the hell is Jushin Thunderliger doing here? <laughs> no, so this was, was just a this fan? This was Justin <laughs> Thunderlager. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a woman can wear a flowery dress without being with child. Renee Paquette, brand new Twitter League champion. Two times. Two time. Two time. Yep. Look at that. Joining the ranks. Uh, staying on that subject for a quick second. I remember she would famously wear no shoes while working in the WWE doing interviews just to give the wrestlers that extra inch, make them look taller. That extra inch. Wow. <laughs> and the one time Triple H called her out on it at the end of the interview, he was like, why, why do you never wear shoes when you do this? And she was just like, uh, 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 
I don't have an answer for that. She froze? Oh, no. Just a fun little rib. It was just a little rib. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyways, congratulations, Renee. Good Canadian gal. Yeah. Always support. Mm-hmm. That means that uh, uh, if we're through over to the champion, let's move uh, into our wrestling week. Let's kick it off with a little episode of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Here Live. we are, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena. Coming out, start the show, big pop, lots of chance. He's here. He's ready to compete tonight. He wants to fight the bloodline. He's got a partner who's just as angry as he is, AJ Styles. So AJ comes out, calls out the bloodline. Uh, Jimmy and Solo start to walk out, then they just turn around and leave. So, uh, yeah, we cut backstage a little bit after, and Cena and AJ, they're talking to Pierce. They demand a tag match. Pierce says he's got to go talk to Heyman. Figure things out. Uh, so we'll see if we get that later. Yeah, more on that. Because Fastlane, that's the pay-per-view that's coming up this weekend. Live from... No, that's next weekend. Oh, sorry, next we weekend. No Mercy NXT. No Mercy, weekend. my mistake. Busy couple weeks here. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we'll figure that out. Uh, in the meantime, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar taking on the new improved Street Profits. And... Uh, yeah, just a fun little match. Some high flying from the LWO guys. Uh, Dawkins at one point distracts the ref. Lashley picks up Ray, slams him on the apron, throws him back in. Dawkins hits a big power bomb, or he tries to, but Ray counters, gets the one, two, three. So Ray and Escobar pick up the win. <coughs> and La- Lashley's not too happy. Chews out the profits, saying if they can't pull the trigger, he wants the suits back. So. Trying uh, to light a fire on, on the, the chop on the chopping block. They just got there. Yeah, you know, it's you gotta you gotta you gotta make a difference quick. I mean, but, but considering that he previously had Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, like his standards clearly aren't that high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what he expects. And I said it last Give week. These guys a- I said it last week, I'll say it again, I'll keep saying it every single week. They need uh they need new music, the Street Profits here. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Something. Yeah, the song song is uh, a little too get up, get up and dance. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a vignette for Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Remember them? The former uh, NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah, they got called up. They lost the titles <laughs> in that unification match. Immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was three months ago. We wow. haven't seen them since. So, uh, yeah, just a little vignette, you know, they're witchy, they're putting a curse, or they, they, they're claiming they're the ones that put the curse on the women's titles, which, hey. Hey, that, sense, <laughs> that, could, be, that could be the best story that to go with. Yeah, we all know it's true. Lean in supernatural. Uh, so I propose they come out with the theme song, uh, witch a woman. You know, witch a woman. <laughs> oh, oh witchy woman. witch a woman. Witch a woman. Who sings that? Oh. The Eagles. Oh, yeah, the Eagles, yeah. Elaine picked it. <laughs> yeah, we got another Eagles song. <laughs> witch a woman. Anyway, next match, we got a big match. WWE Women's title on the line. Eosky defending against Asuka. 
a dream match, if you will. Two of the best mm-hmm. uh, Asian women wrestlers of all time right here. Yeah, just a good match. Oscar uh, with a big superplex. EO with a big German with the bridge. Some nice submissions back and forth. Uh, yeah, EO hits a big drop kick off the top rope. Uh, she flips through the ropes. Big sunset bomb off the apron to the floor. Moonsault to the floor. So they're going pretty hard here. Asuka puts her in the Asuka lock, so she's trapped. But then Bailey reaches in, puts Eo's foot on the rope, breaks the hold. So then Charlotte Flair comes out, attacks Bailey, but all this distracts Asuka in the ring. Eo runs up with the big flying knee to the back of the head and follows up with over the moonsault, gets the win. Eo retains. Good match. In a great in in a law lo- this this was an almost twenty minute match here on television, nonetheless. <clears throat> Yeah, got to be the longest one on the show. Definitely, like yeah, definitely pretty... on the show. There's only a few matches here. Yeah, we only had one, two, three. Three. Is that right? Only three matches on yeah. the show? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so let's get to that third match. You had Butch and Ridge Holland taking on Austin Theory, Grayson Waller. And, you know, Theory, Waller, that's a, I like that pairing. Kind of similar types of guys, personalities, styles. Yeah, similar personalities. They just need a better look. They need a unifying look, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all know. Once you get the matching gear, then you're legit. Yeah. But we'll see how long they stick together. But, uh, yeah, the Brutes, they're hitting hard. They're going to put up a good fight. Uh, Rich gets Theory in a Boston Crab. Waller does his rolling stunner to break it up. And then Theory hits the A-Town down gets the win. For him and Waller. Like, you think the WWE could just have a guy on retainer they're paying to just make the theme songs, right? And then anytime they pair two people together, it's like that guy's coming into work that day. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, you're making a theme song for us, Theory and Grayson Waller. And then they kind of watch film. You know, and then, like, (laughs) they work on that for a couple days later. And then next up, it's like, oh, we have have another... uh, theme for you to make i mean that's what they used to do but yeah it doesn't oh. seem i don't know i don't know what they're doing these days i mean CFO we, we, we yeah anymore. we had a better than you baby song in like four and a half days <laughs> they pumped <laughs> that one out fast yeah yeah uh i don't know vince send me an offer i'm i would love to sit down and talk about taking your offer only off. <laughs> <laughs> or hunter whoever Nick Khan, send it my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Dana White we got a silly little Dana White. Sure, yeah, he's the other <laughs> uh, head of TKO. Yeah, he's right. there. He's Vince part and Dana, of it. they're the two decision makers. Uh, we got a quick little silly vignette rehab for Elton Prince. Uh, pretty deadly, sitting in a wheelchair, even though it's his shoulder that's been injured, but. Hopefully, that means pretty deadly. We'll be back on TV soon because, you know, they were only here for a little bit. They were just getting going. And, and, they, and they were contributing actively also. Yeah. Yeah, they were getting booked almost weekly, having matches. So, you know, the tag division, we're always looking for some good teams. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be that'll be soon. Yep. A little refresher over here. <clears throat> The final segment, we got Adam Pierce in the ring for the contract signing for that tag match we promised you. AJ Styles, John Cena versus Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso at the Fastlane pay-per-view. 
So Cena comes out, but then we cut backstage to see Jimmy beating up AJ. Solo standing on top of a bunch of equipment. Uh, does a big splash, 15 feet in the air onto Styles, who is conveniently just out of the camera frame. So <laughs> did not see the the impact. But uh, everyone runs backstage to go check on AJ. He gets stretchered off. Solo and Jimmy come out to the ring with Paul Heyman. Heyman says, we'll sign a contract for Bloodline against John Cena with no tag team partner. And, uh, yeah, Cena charges down to the ring. He attacks Jimmy and Solo, but they're, he's outnumbered, gets beaten down. Samoan Spike, Uso Splash. Jimmy and Solo sign the contract. Jimmy hits another Uso Splash, and then uh, him and Solo hold up the ones to end the show. The ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, John Cena, he'll be fighting at Fastlane. We just don't know with who if this AJ thing is going to take him out for more than a week. Or, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, I mean, if it was a bigger pay-per-view, if it was like Survivor Series or something, they could maybe even... Pull out the rock wow. for a little tag match. Well, you know the writer, you know, the writers, the writer strike is over. That's true. Um, yeah, who knows? That might have just been a one-off with him on SmackDown or not. We'll see. Yeah, but that was SmackDown. The entirety of SmackDown, uh, right over to the very next night. Collision. <laughs> Collision Saturday nights all right for fighting. So let's kick it off with the TNT title on the line. Triple threat match. Luchasaurus defending against Christian Cage and Darby Allen. Which uh, so, which is, which is a triple threat, but in many ways is also not. Yeah, on paper only. We all know that uh, it's a handicap match for Darby and. But, you know, he's got a little trick up his sleeve right off the bat. Darby throws some powder right into Luchasaurus's eyes, blinding him. Uh, so, yeah, allows him to kind of get things going. Uh, but then Lucha grabs a chair, suplexes him. Or, like, Darby's sitting on the chair, and he suplexes him and the chair at the same time and just kind of crushes Darby's legs. And so, yeah, he's just getting double teamed for a while. Uh... Lucha choke slams Darby, brings in the TNT title to use as a weapon, but as Luchasaurus is holding the belt, maybe even for the first time since winning the damn thing, uh, Christian like walks up to take the belt, but Luchasaurus turns away from him. So, crowd pops, chance that's your belt. So, uh, yeah, a little hesitation there, but Christian yells at him and he hands him the belt. But, you know... He's been champ for months, and yeah, is that the first time he's held it? <coughs> uh, the first time that uh, Luchasaurus has actually had it in his hands. <laughs> yeah, like held his own belt. Yeah, you know? maybe on initial winning, maybe he put it up. Yeah, I can't recall. Yeah. But uh, either way, some tension between him and Christian there for a moment. But uh, so Christian takes the belt. Darby runs in, shoves Christian from behind, grabs the belt. Darby smacks Lucha in the face with the title, makes the cover, but Luchasaurus kicks out. So Darby climbs the ropes, hits a coffin drop on Luchasaurus. Christian runs in, throws Darby to the floor, steals the pin, gets the three count. 
new TNT and champion. And new. Christian they put the Cage. graphic up there. They put the graphic up there <laughs> and everything. So he steals it from his friend Luchasaurus. Pins him for the belt. Was that the plan all along? I mean, uh, yeah, he's been carrying this thing like it's his for the last couple months. So, you know. He like, let's, he let's pretend it like it's mine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't actually hit a move on Luchasaurus. So and Luchasaurus, yeah, also of... didn't seem to care. Like, had him propped up on his shoulders. <laughs> well, he was sad, though. He looked sad. Oh. Like, Christian, they, they stood up. Christian hugged him. Lucha was looking kind of sad, but he still, yeah, put him up on his shoulders and carried him around. But, I mean, come on. Hopefully this will smarten the dinosaur up a bit. And, you know, you can't be treated like that. Walked all over. Who knows? All I know is there's a new champ, baby. Yeah. Congratulations. Good, Christian Cage. Good Canadian Another kid. good Canadian. Another <laughs> good Canadian. A lot of good Canadian kids here on the show. Yeah. Uh, we got some tag action. You got Rob Van Dam and Hook teaming up against Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic. Uh, so a nice pop for RVD. Fans are chanting his name. He's still in great shape. He can go. Yeah, second time. Second spots. time he's been here. Yeah, second match here on AEW. Uh, Anna J though in the corner of uh, 2.0. She distracts the ref while Jake Hager runs in with a chair. Uh, but Rob Van Dam ducks, hits the Van Daminator, kicks the chair right in Hager's face. And then Hook applies the red rum uh, on Angelo, while RVD hits the five-star frog splash on Matt. Gets the pinfall, so him and Hook pick up a win. I, I, I forget, is the, is the Jericho Appreciation Society still operating? I don't think so. I think everyone left Jericho... <laughs> it was just Sammy and Jericho, and then Jericho yeah. turned on Sammy. So it seems like it's dead. But now, but now, but everyone the, else but, is but still But these three, yeah, like Matt Maynard, uh, Angelo Parker, Anna J, Jake Hager. Yeah, they're still buddies. Maybe they can just call themselves and, a society. Uh, what about a fucking other guy, Daniel Garcia? Oh yeah, hasn't he been hanging around with Don Callis and them or something lately? <sighs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> he's just doing his new hip thrust thing. Exactly. That's his big gimmick, yeah, that's his new. His gimmick <laughs> is uh, he's dance. He dances. Yeah. Just call them the Society. That's a good group name. Yeah, I think. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> Next match, we got Kiara Hogan taking on Julia Hart. Who uh, I'm a big fan of Julia. I think uh, she's really come a long way. I mean, she's only 21. She's been here since she was 18. So wow. she's. Still super young, and she's one of the seniors uh, on the on the uh, on the roster. <laughs> yeah, roster. funny enough to say, I think she's one of the more well-rounded characters. You know, like she's got an entrance, she's got a look. There's a present. There's a presentation to it. Yeah, exactly. You don't just huff your uh, way down to the ring. <laughs> so yeah, always nice to see Julia. She's very aggressive in here. Hogan gets a couple moves, but Julia just takes over, puts her in the heartless submission, makes Hogan tap out. Uh, but then she keeps it applied after the bell, so Sky Blue runs out to make the save. But then Julia spits the black mist right into Sky Blue's face. And then Brody King sticks around, cuts a promo on Julia's behalf, challenging Chris Statlander for the TBS title at Wrestle Dream. And then Julia says, the house always wins. That's fun. I like that they have uh, 
I feel like it's always only Brody King that, uh, that, that ever follows Julia Hart around. Uh, I feel like you never see Buddy Man. Uh, yeah, you never see, yeah, yeah, Malachi and them out there in her. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's, it's cool. It's nice that she's got that backup. Well, yeah, and it, it solidifies the the stable as a whole. Yeah, they all, you know, they're all in it. Let's not pretend like we're not in it. Got each other's backs. Exactly. Uh, then we had Andrade, El Idolo taking on Jay White. I Solid think it's El Idolo. El Idolo. I don't know. I always say it different every week. I usually just stick to Andrade. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> but yeah, solid match. You had the other uh, Bullet Club Bullet Club Gold members out there causing trouble. So Andrade hits a big top rope moonsault onto all of them. Uh, and then back in the ring, he does the Tranquilo Moonsault. And then a vicious Meteora in the corner. The Hammerlock DDT spiking White down. Makes the cover. But Juice Robinson puts Jay's foot on the rope to break up the pin. Uh, then Andrade goes for the figure eight. But again, the Bullet Club interfere. Distract the ref. Juice hits Andrade, which allows White hit the Blade Runner and get the win. Because these, you know, this this was uh these these were the two heavy hitters here of Collision, two of them at least, especially after Punk's departure, we we said right here, Jay White will be the next face of Collision, and uh, Andra- yeah. Andrade's Andrade could be in that exact boat also. I think this was uh I think Commentary <clears throat> was saying it was uh, this this would have been his first loss on Collision, so you know he's been Andrade, bo- yeah, so he's been booked pretty strong, yeah. Yeah, you got to lose every now and then, and especially if, you know, Jay White, there seems to be pushing him towards a world title shot, so he needs to pick up some big wins like this as well. Yeah, of course. Of course, Mr. Collision. Mr. Collision. Uh, We got a little vignette of Ortiz talking about how Santana used him for years, ran from all their problems, and uh, so they're, they're split up, and apparently these guys hate each other in real life. Uh, which is the reason for the breakup, I guess. Oh, this isn't uh this isn't a sh- this is a shoot or is this uh this, this I is mean, just- at least it started as a shoot. Maybe now they're turning it into a work. But I know at the very least uh, that they did not like each other and they were talking some shit on Twitter a few weeks ago, but again that could be a work, but they really I don't know. Reports say they really do dislike each other. So. Oh, like over the past couple of years they've come to uh dislike each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. So, too bad. You know, early on in AEW, they were one of the top tag teams, the Pride and Powerful or whatever. And never really got that big win. Did never became the champs. And no, never did. Now they're now they're broken up. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to the current champs, FTR, defending against uh, the Workhorsemen. So, yeah, it was fine. They kept it short. Uh, Dax hits a big. High angle brain buster. And then the big man, JD Drake, tags in, hits a massive moonsault onto Dax. <laughs> but he kicks out. Uh, then Drake Drake jumps off the ropes. Dax counters with a power bomb and then puts him in the sharpshooter. Drake taps out. FTR win. Retain the belts. And then right after, Ozzy Open get in the ring to cut a promo, uh, calling out FTR for tag title shot at WrestleDream. 
Man, you know what? I gotta give it to this guy, the J uh, JD Drake, who we saw on like early, early days of dudes getting squashed here on AW, like Super Covitude era, uh, yeah. Daily's Place, Rampage on Dark. Uh, three years later, I just give it up. I you got You got to give it. You got to give this guy some flowers, right? He is still around. <laughs> He's on television. I give him flowers just for the moon salt alone. Saturday night, baby. Yeah. 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 You, just, oh, you mean, love to see it. Yeah. Good for him. He's got work. Mm -hmm. uh, CJ Perry gets interviewed backstage, says she's here to make her husband Miro a champion again. But then Miro walks up, just says, ah, I don't need you. You're just a temptation. And she says, well, I don't need you to save me. I can find someone else to manage. So stay away from my future clients. Oh no! Are we are we gonna get another uh, Lana Rusev <laughs> cuck angle? <laughs> oh God! I hope not. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> the only difference would be I feel like this time they would be kind of the ones in on it, not being. Told, I mean, yeah, I'm you sure know? if they're like, yeah, they could make it work for sure. Exactly. If, if they were, like if a... if they're like, no, let's do a cuck angle. It's like, yeah, we can make this work. But having Vince go, yeah. having Vince go, <laughs> like, found him. <laughs> Having bids to it. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Let's throw him in there. Him and CJ. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little on the nose, but sure. <laughs> Maybe too much. Too close to Lashley. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to the main event for Collision. Ricky Starks taking on Brian Danielson in a Texas death match. Which uh, they don't always do this, but for this one, it's last man standing rules. So... Have to keep your opponent down for a count of ten. Uh, yeah, and yeah, you know, just like the strap match, these guys just beat the hell out of each other. Uh, they're fighting in the crowd. Brian's grabbing beers, smashing it on him, trash cans, uh, just making a whole mess for these poor ushers or whoever has to clean up. <laughs> yeah, the, the the arena staff afterwards. Yeah. So they fight through the crowd. They come back to the ring. Ricky throws Brian over the barricade back into the crowd. Staff come to help Brian out, but then Ricky jumps off the top rope over everyone, lands right in the front row there. Uh, yeah, so big bump there, and then Ricky grabs the ring bell, cracks Brian in the head, uh, and then yeah, so yeah, that busts Brian open. He's bleeding. Ricky's pounding away, smashes him with a microphone. Uh, excuse me, smashes him with a chair. Um, then Brian grabs a chair, smacks Ricky, uh, starts going on a roll. Ricky pulls out a strap at one point, starts whipping Brian. So a little callback to, to the to strap the match. Strap match yeah. Yeah. And then he pulls out a chain, wraps it around his fist, punches Brian. Ricky just starts slapping the shit out of him, hits a spear, uh, starts choking Brian with a chain. But Brian manages to escape. Uh, Ricky goes for another spear. Brian counters into a label lock, grabs a chain, starts choking Ricky, but he can't keep him down. Ricky grabs a chair. Brian hits a boo psycho knee, slamming the chair right into Ricky's face, which cuts him open uh, the hard way, I think, because it seemed very close to the eye. A little dangerous. A little dangerous. I'd like to see that one. Yeah. but uh, So Ricky's bleeding. Brian grabs his arm, starts stomping away on his head. Ricky spits at him in defiance. So Brian grabs the chain, wraps it around his knee, and then hits a chain-enhanced Busaiko knee, 
Starks is down. Ref counts to 10. That makes Brian the winner. But once again, Ricky's showing how tough he is hanging in there with Brian Daniels. Yeah, and that, that's what it is. You know, hanging in there with one of the best, putting on, what, is this three? Was this three encounters between the two now? Um, did they have another one? No. After the strap match or before? I can't remember. I think they did a tag. They did a tag match last week with uh, uh, Big Bill, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, either way. Yeah. Either way, these losses do not hurt Ricky because uh, yeah, he's a tough son of a bitch, and anytime you're in the ring with Brian, it's gonna be a good experience no matter what. Oh, of course, it, it looks great. It's great for everyone. It's great for you. Great for them. Yeah. <laughs> all in all, pretty solid episode of a uh, collision. They're they're very efficient with these two hours. They go bang, 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 bang. Oftentimes we get five matches, six match. You know, all, yeah. all, we're getting five or six matches. You know, here in uh, that two hour <coughs> span, we're getting a lot of different faces on TV. You know, maybe a second women's match yeah. next time, and then we're 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 rolling. <laughs> One of these weeks. And we're rolling. A championship for <laughs> yeah, Jay like, White, and then we're we're in business. <laughs> I like how at the start of the show they do like a quick rundown, like a couple of quick promos, so they don't have to. You know, you can just get out of the way and then get to the matches. I I do like yeah, if if you're watching at home, it's kind of it's kind of like the yeah. Hey, yeah, it's like tonight on Collision. Yeah, and it's like Danielson, you think you got me? <laughs> like okay, it's yeah, like all I exactly. really did, I guess. Yeah, give me the fight package right before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, can't wait to see um, what they have coming up. I guess the night before the pay per view that's actually coming up this weekend. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, let's cruise on through the weekend, though. Of course, we got all of our action over on Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Before the fast lane show, yeah. So I guess uh, one quick note that happened between our episodes here. So we had the releasing last week. We went over all that. Yeah. Uh, but then a few days later, uh, Matt Riddle announces mm. that he's gone from WWE. But uh, he didn't specifically. I mean, he was the one that announced that he just said he's parted ways. I don't know if it was mutual or if he was released. I know he's had some issues, some uh, yeah, yeah, rehab and some legal issues. Ever since Randy left, uh, his personal life, I think, just kind of fell apart. Yeah, it's too bad that we'll never get that one-on-one match. That you know, RK Bro was one of the most over teams in all of wrestling for a little while there. Oh, it was probably it was the it was a shirt. Yeah, RK Bro four twenty says. Yeah, <laughs> I just smoked your ass or whatever. It's something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Matt Riddle, even with, uh, you know, I'd have to think Tony Khan would have to give some serious consideration to uh, giving him a phone call. Well, I think out of that whole crop, I think Matt Riddle, Mustafa Ali, obviously. What Dolph about Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is a no brainer. And uh, yeah. Dana Brooke, because oh. the world needs Dana Brooke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's got some veteran experience in here. So, yeah. Well, that's, we'll that's what you need. Well, I guess they got to, yeah, we'll have to wait at least 90 days probably for any of them to show up. But uh, Good point. Either way, uh, free agency watch is on, but let's get into the episode. 
Cody Rhodes comes out, big pop as usual. He says, Jey Uso made the right decision last week when he turned down the Judgment Day. Uh, so the Judgment Day come out. Dominic, once again, booed out of the building. They both uh, bicker back and forth. Judgment Day get ready to attack Cody. But Jey Uso runs up to back him up. Still outnumbered, though, until Sammy and Kevin Owens run out. So now it's four versus three. Judgment Day say, screw this. They walk up the ramp. But then JD McDonough comes out with a couple of chairs. Hands one to Finn. They storm the ring. Big brawl. Uh, but the baby faces still get the better of Judgment Day. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I was worried uh, there for a sec. <laughs> uh, our first match, we had Otis taking on Bronson Reed. Huge beefy matchup here. Now, there's a lot of beef in uh, this ring. Uh, yeah. Uh, as expected, yeah, just lots of meat slapping Bronson with the big Samoan drop on Otis. Otis hits Bronson with an angle slam, tears off his shirt, starts gyrating, hits the caterpillar. Fans love it. Uh, then Otis climbs up the ropes, goes for a Vader bomb, but Bronson avoids, hits the tsunami, gets the win. Gets the win in the meat slapper of the night. A quick little meat slapper. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. That's all it needed to be. Clean win. Uh, Big E, hopefully, was sitting at home. Just happy, <laughs> just happy to see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Then we got Ludwig Kaiser taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Pretty solid match. Uh, Ciampa hits the Willow's Bell, spikes Kaiser down, but Kaiser kicks out. That's when Vinci jumps on the apron, so Ciampa has to take him out. Kaiser hits Ciampa with an Inseguri, makes the cover, but the ref is still busy getting Vinci out of the ring, so Kaiser's pissed. Shoves his buddy Vinci to the floor. Ciampa hits Kaiser with a big knee strike to the head. Gets the three. So a big win for Tommaso Ciampa. Are you more of a Vin Vinci guy or a Ludwig Kaiser guy? Uh, I think Kaiser has established himself as the number two. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a clear number two. Yeah. He's probably I mean, he's the one doing the whole intro. For he is there. doing the intro. Vinci, I, don't, I yeah. couldn't even tell you what uh, Giovanni Vinci sounds like. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, there, there, there's, there's a pecking order. Of course, oh, naturally, of course there is. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, what, was, what was his name before? Uh, fucking. Uh, Which one? Uh, Vinci. Uh, uh, remember I and NXT. Fab, fa uh, Fabian. Fabian Eichner. Fabian Eichner. Yeah. And then remember in NXT they were like rebranding him as like this Vinny Vidi Vici or something. I don't think I remember I don't that. What was it like it right when 2.0 started? I think so. And it was and like it all those long. characters were getting fucking vignettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's, it was easy for one of those yeah. to to pass by. Yeah. Even being the third banana in Imperium is better than being on his own right now yes. for Giovanni Vinci. Very so, much so. You Take know, stick with your gold goose. <laughs> <laughs> the ring at all. Uh, anyways, next <laughs> match. We've got Tegan Knox taking on Natalia. Winner gets a future NXT women's title shot against Becky Lynch. Uh, this is the first we've seen Tegan in a long time. 
Was, yeah, it, was she, know, was she hurt? Was she hurt of some, of some kind? She was like two years ago, but then she came back and then just hasn't done much. Right. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, she's looking good here. Uh, Natty goes for the sharpshooter. Tegan yanks Natty into the ropes and then hits the shiniest wizard. Uh, and that gives Tegan the big win. Huge win. As she's now earned a title shot against Becky Lynch or Tiffany Stratton, whoever wins at No Mercy. That's a high honor. Taking out Natalia too. Jeez, yeah. Natalia. Yeah, she's yeah, she's kind of the gatekeeper, the veteran. Like we've always said. Uh hopefully this can be kind of a soft reboot for Tegan. I know Becky, she said that with this, you know, this NXT title run, she wants to push all the young girls, get them in some big matches, so Hopefully, we can see that. I heard uh, they did a show in India like a month ago or something. And yeah. um, there was two women's matches on the card. And Natalia mm-hmm. was in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like she won, well, I hearing. she won the first match and then she lost the second to Rhea. I, I couldn't tell you who she was in the first one. But. I know Becky Lynch was supposed to go. And then she said at the airport her passport had, like, a centimeter tear in one of the pages, and she was denied really? access uh, to the country. Okay, yeah. maybe. Uh, so maybe, yeah, they were only sending over, like, f- the four people. Yeah. And then Becky like, Lynch well, couldn't make it. It's like, well. <laughs> this is all we got. So. <laughs> Natty, you know what to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If there's anyone you can rely if on, there's, Natalia, if there's if so. there's one performer in the division, she's the Natalia's the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. <laughs> you could put <laughs> her, much, yeah. you could put her with like a uh, lo- like a local jobber or in like the mid card title scene, yeah. and nobody would bat an eye. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Damian Priest storms into the Judgment Day locker room. Yells at Chidi McDonough, get out of here. You'll never be a part of Judgment Day. But, I mean, the guy's only helped you out so far. Give him a chance. At least one. But, yeah, anyways. Seth Rollins comes out, cuts a promo on Nakamura. He's laid out the challenge for a rematch. But if you don't come out right now, I'm just going to move on to the next guy. So Nakamura appears on the screen. Says, I'll face you again at Fastlane. Last man standing match. That's fine. That means long, and I like long matches. I like long movies. I like long matches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for a world title as well, you know. Every uh, world title match should be at least 32 minutes. Make it <laughs> make it mean something. Maybe not the T yeah, maybe not a TV match, maybe not, you know, but or, I mean, yeah. You know, may, may, uh, you it, know. it should be. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably minimum 20. I'm not saying I need you know. 72 minutes of <laughs> each time. That's not what I I'm mean, saying. No. Yeah. Let it have the room to breathe. Exactly. For a title that big. But anyways, we'll get that at Fast Lane. But uh, we got another title match in the meantime. The NXT North American title. Dominic Mysterio defending against Dragon Lee. Big showcase for Dragon. His first taste here on the main roster. And- mm-hmm. A damn good effort. We got a fun, fast-paced match. All the high-flying, the lucha moves from Dragon. He's jumping, he's diving. Uh, Dominic with a big DDT on the apron. Uh, uh, then Dom hits a Michinoku driver for a near fall. So just a lot of action. Crowd's hot. 
Dragon hits a Hurricane Rana off the apron to the floor. And then he hits a big Dragon Bomb for a near fall. Crowd chants, this is awesome. Dominic gets hung up in the ropes. Dragon jumps up, double foot stomp right to Dominic's chest. Uh, so Dragon Lee's in full control. He runs at Dominic in the corner, but Dom lifts him up, drops him, crotch first right onto the ropes. Dirty Dom sees the opening, hits the frog splash, gets the three, retains the belts. But great match. Awesome showing for Dragon Lee here. It was great to see Dragon Lee, you know, and we've we've talked about him ever since uh, his flip-flopping as it's been ever since uh, i remember i remember when he when he was called it was it was this big signing for them yeah and then uh you know that was earlier on in the year this might have been the yeah. uh the, the the first time that he's really had had the opportunity to you know show himself to the audience yeah i'm sure a lot of the crowd had never seen this guy before but you know they were they were rooting for him they were cheering he was getting lots of pops so yeah that's a good sign it's good to see you love seeing it yeah Michael Cole in the ring interviews Nia Jax. She calls herself the baddest woman in WWE, and she's here to squash everyone, literally. Uh, crowd was giving her the what treatment. I don't mind. She's probably one of the few people I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, a ton of heat. Ton of heat. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if she uh, can uh, maintain it. Yeah, and not hurt anyone, yeah. hopefully. Well, but, you know, uh, but I'm anyways. worried with with uh, Nia Jax and uh, Dom on the same show. You know, people are already open to booing. What if she gets <laughs> Dom level boos? Um, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like Dominic. We like to boo him. Nia Jax, we're just booing. Yeah, you that's, know? that's a good point. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like the bad heat. It's, it's yeah. like that bad heat thing. So anyway, Zoe Stark comes out. They get in a brawl. Mm -hmm. We get a match, Nia versus Zoe. Uh, Zoe shows her strength. She lifts Nia on her shoulders, but then her back gives out. Nia takes over, hits the Annihilator in the corner to get the win. Oh, I get it. Annihilator. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure they spell it like that. I didn't get it. They probably do. I, I hadn't thought about that until now either. <laughs> yes. Annihilator. It's like the disarm her. The disarm her. Yeah. So I think WWE has to have a guy in retainer who's doing the theme songs, but then he also has to have a guy in retainer <laughs> naming stuff, <laughs> like naming the tag teams, naming the finishing maneuvers. Uh, it's kind of you know it's kind of like the head yeah the, the, and these are two separate positions but they can operate under they can they can operate together and they should work together a lot. <laughs> yeah, all part of the creative. It's all process. part of the creative process. <laughs> oh, uh, we get the Miz coming out for Miz TV. Brings out his guest Drew McIntyre. Miz talks about Drew leaving Jay Uso hanging last week, but he doesn't blame him after all the crap that uh, Jay pulled with the bloodline. And Drew just says, eh, karma's a bitch. And then New Day come out. They're like, come on, man. This isn't the Drew we know. What happened to Big D? Remember when he was part of New Day for a couple weeks there? I Big don't. Oh. Yeah, they called him Big D. Uh, but huh. anyways, Maybe. they all argue. Yeah. They bicker. Drew's not picking sides. He gets sick of Miz. Gives him a headbutt and leaves. But either way, this seems to be a heel turn going on for Drew, which I'm down. A little fresh and 
freshen things up I mean, for him. He, I mean, he hasn't been a heel since uh, he won the Rumble. Or even, like, you know, kind of leading up to that. Before that. Yeah. Yeah. He also hasn't had any big angles since Clash of the Castle. So this could be what he needs to get back in that world title scene, you know? Yeah. It's too bad. You know, it's too bad that we couldn't give it to him. We, we couldn't give him the championship yeah. there. It's too bad. Yeah. Or if we had only created this belt earlier, we could have, you know, he didn't have to beat Roman. He could have beaten anyone for that title. The crowd would have lost their minds. But he also could have beaten Roman. <laughs> he could have. He could if have. I was Booker, yeah. Anyways, uh, this all leads us to Drew McIntyre taking on Kofi Kingston. Uh, Kofi, never too old to pull out a new move. She, he, he hits uh, Billy Gunn famouser there. And, uh, yeah, so that's fun. And Drew hits the Future Shock DDT, and uh, Kofi hits the SOS. Drew kicks out, and then the Viking Raiders run down, and they beat up Xavier Woods at ringside. Just distracts Kofi. Excuse me. Drew hits the Claymore, gets the win. And then after the Vikings jump in, beat down Kofi. And Ivar hits the crazy big man moonsault. Uh, two in one week, these big man moonsaults. It's nuts every time. Every you know, Big yeah. boy. Big boys. Yeah. So as they're doing this again... Drew just walks off, leaves them to beat up the New Day. He doesn't care. Happened last week. Not his problem. So, yeah, certainly seems the heel turn is on its way. Yeah, he just don't give a fuck. And why should he, man? Where were where 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 were they at Clash of the Castle? Where was anybody during his whole (laughs) both of his world titles uh, reigns? He had nobody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Literally, not even fans in the crowd. Literally, in video so. screens. <laughs> but let's do this main event. We got the Judgment Day defending those undisputed tag titles against Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, it's a little rematch here from what was it, SummerSlam or uh, Payback? Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, fun main event. Crowd's hot. We're going back and forth. Balor hits a coup de gras, but the pin gets broken up. Sammy tags in, hits the exploder suplex. Lines up for the haluva kick, but then Dominic jumps on the apron, distracts him. Uh, and then, yeah, Dominic's just interfering. So Jey Uso runs out to take him out. But then JD McDonough comes out, attacks Jay, Once again, helping the Judgment Day. Cody runs out, so it's just chaos at ringside. All these guys are brawling. Back in the ring, Owens hits a stunner. On Balor, Sammy hits the Haluva kick on Priest. They can win the titles. But J.D. McDonough smacks Sammy in the head with the tag belt. Ref didn't see it. Priest is able to roll over, get an arm over Sammy's chest. Ref counts the three. So a Judgment Day win. Retain the titles with big help from J.D. McDonough. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, a, a little bit crazy there. Um, exci- uh, exciting way. The the live crowd was into it. The ending of the, yeah. Uh, every time a new guy would come out. Every time a dude would come out. Ah ah ah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Come on, Priest McDonough's now helped you out two or three times in these title matches. Give the guy a spot. Give the guy a spot. Also, Michael Cole keeps saying Sammy Owens. Have you uh? Have you caught that? <laughs> and I can't tell if he's saying Sammy Owens or if he's trying to say like Sammy and Owens. Yeah, maybe that's just what he calls their tag team. I don't know. 
like we said, need name. <laughs> but that was raw. That was the entirety of Raw and the first half of the show, Mike. Let's take a break. All right. Take a break. We'll come back with the uh, second half, all the action. So you're going to want to stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. Yeah. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking out through the break. Wow, we don't have much time to wait, though. Two major pay-per-views happening this weekend uh, on our following next two brands. So let's just get right into all the action over on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT. Watch and see. How to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Pre-Mercy. The Pre-Mercy show. That's the name of the game. Uh, so let's kick things off with Butch taking on Joe Coffey. This is the finals of this Heritage Tournament we've been doing. So the winner will face Noam Dar for the cup at No Mercy itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as we've been getting throughout the tournament, just a good technical match, hard-hitting action. Uh, the other members of Gallus on the outside taking cheap shots on Butch. Um yeah, so later Butch just does a moonsault onto all of them on the floor. and The ref ejects them from ringside, so things can be fair now. Uh, Butch hits a big DDT on the apron. Coffee hits his best for the bells finishing move, but Butch kicks out of that. And then outside the ring, he Coffee charges that Butch. Butch moves. Coffee slams into the steps. And then Butch follows up with the bitter end, gets the win. So Butch... Uh, is headed to No Mercy to challenge. Wow, a, a main a, a SmackDown regular, a main a main roster superstar, just coming down to the B leagues <laughs> and just fucking running show. <laughs> I love you love seeing I it. Mean, you love seeing it. Yeah, we've seen big success with Dominic and Becky, so yeah, why not? And yeah, why? Well, uh, so you know, and we'll have that match on Saturday also. So let's just give Butch the win. Let's keep the streak alive, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Uh, Trick Williams took on Joe Gacy with Ava Rain in his corner. And that's it. Schism down to just two members now after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How the they, of they've been, yeah, I guess post releasing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways, Gacy gets a couple moves in, goes for the upside down, but Trick counters with a big rising knee to the head, makes the cover, gets the pin. Trick with the win. Trick Williams. We probably. Uh, I wonder how much. Uh, how much. How much. How much. Uh, Trick Williams solo action do we get? Uh, I feel like not. I much. mean, him and Carmelo. Yeah. When, whenever there's a tag have... situation, they'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, but they've kind of respectfully parted ways for now to focus on their single careers. Good. They're still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Trick. He's got a lot of talent, so. Of course. See what he can do. Uh, backstage, Duke Hudson, Andre Chase. They run into JC Jane. They ask her where Thea is. She says, Ask her yourself. And Thea walks in with her new style, the leather top and skirt. Looking good. Duke says, Holy shit. And Andre looks away. And he says, Thea, I don't think you've ever looked so nice. And Thea says, She doesn't care what they think. She finally feels like a grown ass woman. And she's got a match to go get ready for. And 
Chasey just says, if you like that look, wait till you see her ring gear. <laughs> Ooh, so new wait and improved. till you see the ring gear. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin takes on Josh Briggs in a rare singles match here for Briggs. But, yeah, looking good. But Corbin, you know, playing dirty, pulling off. He pulls the ref in front of him to stop Briggs, smacks him in the face, hits the end of days, gets the win. And then Corbin grabs a mic, cuts a promo on Braun Breaker. Braun comes out, him and Corbin brawl. They get pulled apart. Uh, and then we'll see them again later. Yeah, yeah, a little rough. Briggs with no Jensen, yeah. just why? <laughs> Uh, some tag action. We got Hank and Tank taking on OTM. Out the mud. This is out the Whatever. mud. <laughs> Whatever that means. What the fuck does uh, that mean? <laughs> is that a slang that I'm missing? Uh, am I missing something? Is this like a a local or is thing? It like, like on the south we side came of out Chicago. Of the dirt and got to where we are. Yeah, but out. You know, but like, I think you have to say it with out like the mud. But to make that work, you'd have to say it with like an accent, like out the mud. You know, like. Where'd they come yeah. out? They came out the moon, you know, know, like, and what Scripps doing there? Yeah, that, that, that part I didn't, he was just kind of there. Just, okay. Uh, I did like their graphics, though. They had, like, the GTA font for their thing coming out. Coming oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyways, tag match. Winner of this match gets added to a fatal four-way for the tag titles at No Mercy. Uh, so Hank and Tank, you know, they're working well together, but Scripps interferes, which allows OTM to hit their finisher, get the win, uh, earning a spot at No Mercy. Earning that spot. Yep. Out the mood. Out the mood. They were, yeah, they were, and, and they said it like 12 times during this match. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this name just came out because we've seen these guys for a month or two now, the... Lucian Prince and I forget the other guy's name. Yeah, and this name just came out of nowhere. It came out of the mud, literally. Out the mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, we got Eddie Thorpe taking on Dijak in a strap match. Uh, I mean, it was no Brian Starks, but you know, hard to top arguably the best strap match of all time. You one say. one of the best. If not. Yeah. But this is still fine. You know, you get the standards. You're, they're yanking each other around. They're slapping each other. Um, yeah, just beating the shit out of each other with the, with the strap. I think Eddie Thorpe's family was there. His six-year-old niece in the front row screaming. Oh, devastating. His poor uncle getting beat up here. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Eddie pulls out a belt, wraps it around his hand, punches Dijak right in the face with a buckle. And then Thorpe, he hits a top rope elbow drop. He kind of does like a little running man midair. He did some sort of little flashy thing. and uh, That gives him the win. Big win for Eddie Thorpe. I feel like a strap match is a real risky one to put on TV. And I think that's a cool risk. You don't see that too often. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Dijak, though, he's a sore loser. Beats him up after the bell. Uh, grabs his strap, ties him upside down, just whips him around some more. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> just whipped him around some more. <laughs> then we get some women's action. Danny Palmer taking on the new Thea Hale. Got a new entrance theme. She's got her all black leather gear. 
looking a lot like her her new friend JC Jane. Uh, oh yeah. I also got to give props to Danny Palmer, who I thought actually looked really good here. We haven't seen a whole lot of her, but she's very athletic. She was doing a standing backflip to reverse an arm bar, and at one point she did a corkscrew moonsault, full rotation. But uh, Thea avoids it, and then she gets Danny in the Kimura lock. She taps out, so Thea Hale gets the win. Too bad. For, for ah, Thea needed it. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's for your uh, for your Danny Palmer. Well, no, I don't think I recognize. I mean, her. yeah, but Danny Palmer, she impressed me. She's, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, the, the women's division on NXT is stacked. So, yeah, the future. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, and that's with people like Nikita Lyons and Sol Ruka being out injured. Cora Jade. We haven't seen her in a long Cora time. Cora Jade. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, that uh, performance center. Yeah, they're pumping them out. Just, just Next chug them out. Excuse me. Next match, we've got a Fatal 4-Way, Dragon Lee, Tyler Bates, Axiom, and Trick Williams. Winner faces Dominic for the North American title at No Mercy because Mustafa Ali is no longer with the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, did they say anything about Mustafa Ali, like specifically? Uh, I don't think they mentioned. They them. said something like, "Yeah, we, we we'll be a new challenger for the all like very vague." <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, fun match here, fast paced, lots of high flying, crazy maneuvers, uh, a quadruple submission spot at one point. All four guys just tied up like a pretzel. Uh, then a scary looking move when Axiom does a half and half suplex to Tyler Bate, drops him right on his head, pretty much. That was a stiff bump. Oops. Yeah. Ref, this is no Rick Knox, though. The ref went right up to him and checked on him right away. <laughs> Did the right thing. Yeah, Rick Knox, take that. Take that. Yeah. Shot called out. Yeah, bum. Yeah, bum. <laughs> but thankfully, Bate, he was okay, continues the match. Uh, Dragon Lee hits a dragon bomb, pin gets broken up. Trick Williams hits a double rock bottom. Booker T's like, that's a bookend. And then the other guy's like, or a rock bottom, whatever you want to call it. But, <laughs> or whatever uh, you want to call it. Uh, Tyler Bate shows his strength, looking like Claudio there. He's got one guy on his shoulders. He's got Axiom by the legs. Does a double swing, swings both guys around. Uh, and then Bate goes for a pin. Axiom jumps off his back, hits a big destroyer. Top rope Spanish fly from Axiom. So all a bunch of big moves here. Uh, eventually, though, uh, Dragon or yeah, Dragon hits Axiom with a Salito del Sol. Trick breaks up the pin. Dragon kicks Trick. He bounces off, hits Bait. Like they bonk heads, and then Trick just kind of falls down right onto Axiom, and the ref counts a three. So Trick Williams, big win, earns himself a North American title shot. Big opportunity, yeah. Yeah. And he, he he had to wrestle earlier in the night, too. He was the only guy in this match that wrestled He was twice pulling he an Italia. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, good for you, Trick. It's great to see maybe a chance, you know. Do, do we think Dominic's going to lose? Do we think Trick Williams stands a chance? Uh, he stands a chance. We can talk about it at the end. We'll do a little quick rundown. Well, we, we, we're pretty much covering the matches right now. Well. You think yeah, so? I don't know. He's got a chance. Okay. Well, uh, I, would, I would still favor Dominic, but yeah. 
Yeah. We got a little vignette. An unseen man sitting in a dark room watching old WCW tapes and Cincinnati Bengals footage. Uh, I'm hearing this is Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, okay. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Because his dad played for the Bengals and was in WCW. Okay, and we haven't seen him. I've heard. I've heard you. Yeah, he's been at the Performance Center and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's def- He definitely feels like a type of guy that WWE would want. <clears throat> Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, Ilya Dragunov come out for the contract signing for their NXT title match. Uh, no mercy. They just cut promos on each other. Carmelo says he already beat Dragunov at the American Bash. He can do it again. Dragunov says this Saturday is his destiny. He's going to inflict unimaginable pain. Unimaginable pain. And Yeah, they just draw back and forth. They both sign the contract. little face-to-face. And then just, uh, yeah, the show, you think it's over, but then we cut to the parking lot where Corbin and Braun Breaker, they're Uh still fighting. (laughs) Braun throws Corbin into the car, gets dented, they climb onto the hood. Uh, Corbin chokeslams Braun onto the roof. And then they brawl all the way back into the building. Braun spears Corbin through a wall right into Shawn Michaels' office. Flimsy. Drywall <laughs> around uh, the heartbreak kid, not even, not even, not even like yeah, beams. just pure drywall, not just a single beam drywall. of wood in there. <laughs> so uh, I hope next week the wall will still be down and Michaels will just have a big open office. Or I, I want that, or like it's like a big pat, like it's patchwork, you know, like you get, like they haven't, like they haven't <laughs> yeah. painted over it yet. Yeah, <laughs> something, some sort of continuity. But, uh, yeah, that's how we end the show. Security rush in and pull them up. God. So, um, like you said right there, you think Trick Williams, uh, what about that No Mercy card? You think Trick Williams has a chance taking on Dominic Mysterio for that North American championship? I think he has a chance, but I still think Dominic probably keeps it. Yeah. Yeah. Should we just talk about the matches now while we're yeah, looking at it? Yeah, of course. We're right here. Yeah, so Dirty Dom, Trick, I'm leaning Dom, you're leaning Dom as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let so. let him keep bringing it up to the uh, to the main roster. Keep doing that. Yeah, he's doing, it's, it's a good thing. Why mess with a good thing? And Everything's going well. It's going just fine. Uh, we got a fatal four-way for the NXT tag titles. You got Tony D and Stax defending against Out the Mud, Out the, uh, the Creed Brothers, and Los Lotharios. Um. Yeah, still probably too early for Tony and Stacks to lose it. They haven't even nope. really defended it much. I'm going out. I'm going out the mud. You're going out the mud. Out the mud. The big push. Big push. Out the starts, mud and into the fire. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the match, the angle we just saw: Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. No stip. I'm this surprised this for... should have a last yeah. man standing, falls count anywhere style Something. stip. Uh, I mean, maybe they'll add it at the last second. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, certainly would you would think. But anyways, uh, we also got that Noam Dar defending his Heritage Cup against Butch. British rules match. So that's silliness, but I'm sure the wrestling will be good. Uh, yeah, silly. Carmelo. But Butch, let's go for it. 
But yeah, give it to Butch. I don't care too much for this Noam Dar. No. And his whole metaphor group. But Fuck him. Carmelo Hayes defending that NXT title against Ilya Dragunov. I mean, we know this. We know these guys can go. Uh, Dragunov, he's already lost. I think, you know, you got to give it to him at some point. Give him the damn title. Give him the damn title uh, because it's his time. And uh, you know what? And I got to say, you know why I think we got to give him the title? His face is on the poster. And yes, Carmelo Hayes' <laughs> face is also on the poster, but he's the champion. His face should be on the poster. <laughs> but when the yeah, challenger's face is also on the poster, that's when that's you know point. you're 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 in business. Well, the other face on the poster that's not a champion. We got our main event that I'm calling the main event: Tiffany Stratton challenging Becky Lynch for that NXT Women's Title Extreme Rules match. So, yeah, we'll get all sorts of craziness. Uh, you know, this will be, I mean, we've already seen Tiffany. We know she can do all the athletical stuff. Now we'll see if she can do that hardcore weapon stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm sure she can. But. So what do you think? Yeah. Does Becky, does Becky I don't know. Take, the, take get the loss, take the, take the L? I mean, it's, you know, it's like Dominic. Things are going well. She's been champ even shorter, and the ratings have gone up. But, you know, Tiffany, she's your future main event star. Do you really want her losing twice in a row? So I don't know. Um, I mean, with the extreme rules, obviously Tiffany can get help. She's been buddying up with Kiana James and stuff, so there's always that wild card. But it's hard, man. It's too close to call this one. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I think Tiffany would be looking at her second reign. Yeah. You know, we could I just want a show stealing four and a half star minimum match. <laughs> my expectation. I just want the crowd, uh, wherever they are, to be fulfilled. Yeah. But, anyways, that was the No Mercy card. Yeah. Should be a fun show. Should be a great show. Should be a great show. So what about over to the very next night? Of course, we're talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Leading up to our Wrestle Dream show. Wrestle Dream 2023. Live from the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways... Shall we get into Dynamite? Yes, of oh, yeah, course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> One week uh, uh, after a controversial win, some might say, for that AW International Championship, uh, Ray Phoenix yeah. comes out here defending uh, An against... unscripted win by all accounts. By at least, you know, what we know. Um, yeah. Ray Phoenix, uh, sorry, Ray Phoenix offended against <laughs> uh, Jeff Jarrett, double J, double E, double, double F. Double J, double A, double R, double E, double T. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, international title match. Jarrett's got his goons all at ringside causing trouble for Phoenix. So, lots of heat from the crowd. Uh, they're chanting, Jarrett sucks. Uh, Aubrey Edwards, she's had enough. She jumps in, shoves Karen Jarrett down to the ground. Because <gasps> they've kind of been having their little mini feud throughout the year. Uh yeah, crowd was even chanting for Aubrey, but Jarrett still manages to sneak a low blow in, goes for the pin, but Phoenix kicks out. So Jarrett picks him up, hits the stroke, makes the cover, but Phoenix gets a foot on the rope. 
to save the title. So Jarrett goes for a figure four, but Phoenix counters with an inside cradle, holds Jarrett down for the three to get the win, retain the belts. It's it's so weird that on a roster that's so big, Jeff Jarrett is the only guy that we can grab to <laughs> you know, like, and AW does that a lot with guys like Jeff Jarrett. That I, like I don't know, like Jeff Jarrett's not moving the needle enough, right? There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you know, throw in a Buddy Matthews, a guy a Miro, things like that. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just like there's the the roster, like younger guys who would do more with an opportunity. Yeah, young, just anybody younger, whichever Martin, whichever yeah. Martin brother isn't hurt right now. <laughs> yeah, guys like that. Uh, Why not Brian yeah, so, Cage? There you go. Any of these guys, really? Anyone under the age of fifty? Ex- unless you're dust, <laughs> unless it's Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, I mean they still have their place. Double J. But anyways, oh well. Oh well. We got a little. Offshore vignette, Adam Cole, MJF, go boating. Uh, And, yeah, just kind of talking things out. MJF wants to know about Cole being so worried about Roddy that he couldn't even come down to the ring with him at the beginning of the match. And uh, Cole goes to grab a beer, but he puts on the diamond ring. And Cole just says, you didn't bring me out here just to hit me in the head and dump me in the river, did you? And Anyways, they talk things out. They go fishing. Captain Insano's there floating on a duck tube, and they all have a beer together. Yeah, I like their uh, captain's hats <laughs> that they're wearing. Yeah, the boat captain's the, the hat. The boat, the classic. Just a silly segment. Boat captain hat. Yeah, well, they're. I'm sure it's. Yeah. A, I'm sure it's the top thing on the socials. Probably. Uh, back in the arena, Don Callis to Kesh to come out for an interview. Callis brings out his newest recruit, Sammy Guevara. Uh, and then we see some footage of Don and Takeshita flying all the way to Japan just to invade Kota Ibushi's gym and beat him up and hit him in the head with a kettlebell. That's commitment. Yeah, kettle. Jesus Christ. Swing a five-pounder yeah, in there. You could kill a man. I know. You know how hard it is to swing a, a heavy kettlebell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Not out of man's head, though. Out of man's not. head. That's true. So... Then we cut back to the ring. Guevara just talks about Jericho clipping his wings over and over, promises revenge at Wrestle Dream. So, yeah, yeah, because you know, one winged angel, you get it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as we were just talking about the international title, uh, three guys that you know could have had the shot are going to have a triple threat here. Winner gets an international title shot next week. So we got Nick Jackson, Brian Cage, Claudio. Just a fun triple threat. Yeah, three you know, very big, different dudes to throw into a ring that have never, you know, an odd combination of people, but great yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, the styles, very different. Uh, but, yeah, three very talented dudes. Just, uh, yeah, fun match. Uh, you know, Nick doing the high flying, the moonsaults, the, uh, yeah, the tornado DDT to the floor, 450 splash. Uh, Cage hits an F5 on Nick, but he kicks out. Crowd is really loving the match, chanting, this is awesome. Claudio hits Cage with a Ricola bomb, but then Nick comes flying in. Springboard Hurricane Rana <laughs> sends Claudio out to the out to the floor. Nick lands right on Cage, makes the pin. Ref counts three. 
So Nick Jackson earning himself a uh, title shot. Oh, but yeah, huh? Isn't that fun? Yeah, a little rare singles bucks match. Yeah, you, you, you never. I feel like you never see any of these guys uh, compete by themselves. Yeah, very rare. Then we get the live appearance of Adam Cole, MJF coming out. Adam Cole on crutches, legs all wrapped up. We saw the little incident last week when he jumped off the ramp and his kind of leg buckled. He was limping. We didn't know the story, but Cole gets right to the point. He's broken his ankle in three places, torn ligaments, so he's going to need surgery. And therefore, the Ring of Honor tag titles have to be vacated. But MJF says, not so fast, buddy. I'm ready to defend these belts all by myself. And that's when Roderick Strong comes out on a wheelchair, still wearing a hospital gown. Just tells Cole, Adam, I need you. It's an emergency. Adam. (laughs) So uh, Cole's like, man, I got to go. And MJF's like, I may not like him, but I respect that he's your boy. So go do what you got to do. But I'm going to be here waiting for you when you come back. Cole hugs MJF, goes up to Roddy. They leave together. Uh, but then the black or the uh, the Bullet Club Gold come out. And Jay White cuts a promo on MJF. MJF says White was given the keys to one of the biggest stables in history, but without it, he's just bland. And uh, White lets MJF know he's going to torment him, and he's coming for that AEW World Title. And yeah, this part dragged on a little bit, but uh, either way, it looks like MJF has his next title match lined up. Adam Cole's ankle, though, I think is the main part of the story. Yeah, that really sucks. He was, you know, this is this has been the best run of his AEW career. Uh, <coughs> what if, what if I that. propose to you, Mike? A work? That this is a shoot work. meter? Are we bringing back the shoot meter? What if I propose to you, I feel the shoot meter flying <laughs> off the handle, some might even say. Um, I'd say it's possible. I think there's a chance. This is wrestling. I think there's I mean, a chance uh, this is wrestling. Yeah. How deep they want to work it. I saw Britt Baker send out a pick. Yeah, and that... Th- but that, I mean, yeah, that could all be part of the work. That, you know, because I, I saw that same photo, and he, my Adam Cole even said, I shattered my ankle in three places, but he finished the segment like there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I mean, the the injury that things. he described, there's no way he wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think I mean, my, my shoot meter I, and, and the moment <laughs> is flying. I'm flying right now. Maybe we'll wait to see uh, a couple weeks because uh, I did hear yeah. that um, Adam Cole had like some kind of independent wrestling show that was coming up. But uh, he did get pulled from that. Oh, I was gonna say I wasn't. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he asked if MJF could fill in for him on that independent show. Yeah, maybe they could. But I did see, yeah, yesterday, whatever show it was, they kind of sent out a message saying, "Hey, sorry, everyone, we're gonna have to cancel the Adam Cole appearance and whatnot." Which, yeah, if they do replace him with MJF, that's one thing. But if they don't, then that would make me think more that it's real because yeah. you're just ruining your card. Yeah, for an angle, but. Yeah, never say never in wrestling. There's, uh, yeah, but I mean, I do also think it could be real. 
Because if Kurt Angle can win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, then Adam Cole can <laughs> oh, finish can't a non-wrestling always, segment. You, you can't bring everything back to Kurt Angle, though. That's not, that's not a <laughs> well, fair comparison. Well, it's just a broken ankle. He didn't even, he didn't even take comparison. a bump last week. He just limped around. It's like, yeah, if Peyton Manning can throw for, you know, 5,000 yards in a season, then <laughs> anyone should be able to do it. Um, Yeah. No, but, I mean, injuries have happened. People have finished matches. Of course. Yep, yeah, of course. But, yeah. yeah. But Brian no, I'm not Dave, ruling Brian out the possibility Dave's. of this being. Yeah, exactly. So could be a work, could be real. Well, well, the next couple of weeks will let us get a better picture of things. Mm-hmm. Next match: Penta versus Orange Cassidy versus Matt Jackson versus Austin Gunn. So, right off the bat, we said it earlier: Dick Jackson in one match, Matt Jackson, and this has to be the first time they both wrestled in different matches on the same show. I wow, think. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure the nerds would have to uh, figure that one out, but I can't. <laughs> I can't think of a single time where that would have ever happened. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just a fun little fatal four way here. Cassidy with a couple of big destroyers. Uh, a real cool spot when Mac Jackson he gets Orange Cassidy in an O'Connor roll, and then he grabs Gun and Penta for a double Northern Light suplex with a bridge. So he's got all three opponents pinned at the same time. But they kick out, but still a very creative-looking spot. Always fun to see. Those Jacksons, they got a million tricks up there. Oh, they have, uh, yeah, half half a dozen in one. (laughs) A baker's dozen. A baker's dozen. You said half a dozen. Half a baker's dozen. (laughs) Uh, Cassidy hits an orange punch on Penta, and then a beach break on Matt. Gun runs in, hits a Famouser, but Orange kicks out. And then a bit later, Cassidy finally hits an orange punch on Matt. Gets the three and the win. So Orange Cassidy still looking strong here. Yep, as he should. Future world champion. Future world champion. We've said it before. Yeah. One of the next three world champions will be him. What do you mean? <laughs> like, oh, like one of the next AW world champs, one of the three yeah. will be him. Oh, gotcha. One like of the next out three, of the three. To win. Okay. Whether he's first, second, or third, yeah. I okay. think he'll be one of the next okay. three to win. Yeah. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Julia Hart taking on Willow Nightingale. Willow, I must have missed it. It must have happened on Rampage or something. She's got her eye all bandaged up. I guess she got black misted. Yeah, that sounds like something know. that would have happened on Rampage. Yeah, because the bandage comes off at one point. She's got like the black forming around her eyes. So I'm guessing that's what happened. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, Willow, she comes out swinging. Julia dives to the floor, crawls under the ring. Brody King gets in Willow's way. Julia slides out the other side of the ring, attacks her from behind. So, And Julia, man, I was saying it earlier, this push, she's getting pretty over. She had half the crowd chanting, let's go, Julia. So I love to see it. Mm. Yeah, and and you know, and two matches uh, in in two shows for AEW also yeah. after appearing on two big singles collision. I mean, the only women's match on each episode, so that's something to. That's a big. Uh, that's yeah. On. That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, so uh, Willow gets Julia hung upside down in the corner, and then Willow starts mocking Brody King doing his bark. Uh, goes for a big cannonball in the corner, but Julia avoids. And hits a beautiful moonsault. Not the prettiest moonsault ever, but maybe the second prettiest. <laughs> Not the prettiest. Yeah, it was a damn good moonsault. 
So good, it got the three count. So another big win for Julia Hart. I love it, man. This push is going well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then afterwards, she puts her submission on Willow. Statlander runs out, chases her off. Julia hides behind Brody King and just laughs. Yeah, that match on the weekend. You know, uh, maybe Chris Statlander's real first challenger. Yeah. And this whole Julia Brody, I like, you know, they could be the next Dominic Rhea, just kind of helping each other out. Maybe not as... Yeah, not overtly sexual. Sexual, sexual <laughs> yeah. Let, but let just Dom like a very ride-or-die partnership. It's Yeah, it's a very... Uh, yeah, it's a completely non-sexual thing. Mm-hmm. It's just two people there for each other. Yeah, and I like it. I like it. Uh... So that was the last match where we had one more segment. Hangman Page, Swerve Strickland come out for a contract signing. We haven't seen a contract signing uh, ending segment in a long time. It never happens here. Yeah. Oh. Not too much. Um, and, you know, I don't think I would have put this as my main event. It's a weird um, It's a weird one as your very last thing to do. Yeah, to end your show. Yeah. So, kind of weird, but anyway, it's pretty standard. They both cut a promo on each other. Hangman signs, Swerve slaps Hangman, and then he signs. So Hangman grabs a pen, stabs Swerve in the hand. Security run in, pull him apart. They're yelling at each other. And then you think the show's over. The copyright logo pops up. But then we just cut to the the back. We see a group of men all dressed in black uh, beating up Jay White. And one of the figures turns around, and we see him wearing the devil mask. That MJF likes to wear on screen. and uh, Then the screen just cuts to black. So, big cliffhanger ending there. It was Adam Cole. I'm telling you. I am telling <laughs> you. Adam Cole is going That's to certainly... tear MJF's life apart from the inside out. <laughs> he is going to break all of our hearts, Mike. <clears throat> I know one thing for sure. The man with the mask was not MJF. I could tell by the body shape. <laughs> the body type, yeah. Man. MJF's a big, beefy guy. Be sure to check I mean, out yeah. the Iron Claw in, on, in December. <laughs> this could, uh, I think it's still, both things could be true. Adam Cole could be injured, and he also could be the man behind the mask. Um, and then who would the other three guys be? Roddy Strong and the, the, the what are they? Mike Bennett, Matt Taven. No, no, days. Roddy Strong, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly. Bobby Fish. What, Bobby Fish? <laughs> I guess now that CM Punk's Yeah, gone, now that Punk's gone, everything's, uh, everything's back on, yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be a really cool surprise. But either way, you know, we don't get these cliffhanger endings too often. Cause see, because everyone's going to think that's MJF. And then MJF's going to have to say, that's not me. And Adam Cole's going to be like, you promised me you changed. And MJF says... Friend, buddy, no, I didn't. And then, like, it happens again, and then we keep, like, you know, not believing MJF until it turns out it's Adam Cole. <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. Either way, I'm very intrigued. This was a very cool, fun ending. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, honestly, better. But it was better than the, than the contract sign. The contract sign was rather disappointment, yeah. but the I'm ending. Very, I'm happy we got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ending was uh, the best part. Because this. This was like during the Attitude Era. Every week you had a cliffhanger like this. And you were you were dying, waiting till the next Monday to find out. In what theory, it's what's supposed to bring you back. 
like yeah. f- the next time, you know. Exactly. Well, the like rest the end of every episode of Dragon Ball Z back in the day, you know, right? They're right in the <laughs> the fight would take like ten episodes, so they'd have to do something at the end of each episode. I guess, yeah. Will Goku recover in time? <laughs> Find out next. <laughs> uh, well, like we said, yeah, EW Dynamite closes out, and then of course that Wrestle Dream show is next uh, is on Sunday, so be sure to check it out. Eddie Kingston taking on Shibata uh, for both the Ring of Honor World Championship and the Strong Openweight Championship. Uh, Eddie's in the midst of his victory lap, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't see him losing this quickly after just winning the Ro- ROH belt. That would be insane, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Give it to Eddie. Give it to Eddie. Uh, what about this four-way match, uh, four-way tag team match for a future uh, tag team championship opportunity? So we got the Bucks, the Guns, Lucha Bros, and the unnamed Cassidy Hooks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, some good quality teams there. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Bucks and the Lucha Bros, they've already had their... I mean, the Guns, too, they've... I feel like they've all had they've all had the chance. They've all had the opportunity. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it to Cassidy and Hook just for the sake of something new. Yeah, just for a little a little freshen up, freshen up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Why the hell not? What about uh our new TNT champion, Christian Cage? Taking on Darby Allen in a two out of three falls match. Uh Luchasaurus is w- will certainly be a present force within this matchup. Sting, I'm sure, will also uh, make himself known. Yeah, so they can kind of I think this counterbalance could, this, each this, other. Exactly, I think this could be fun. Yeah, and this could also be the breaking point. Maybe Luchasaurus has enough. Christian orders him around too much, and he snaps. And, uh, yeah. I mean, the TNT title... Uh, you can never not expect a title change. It flips all over the place. So. It does flip over, and then every single time we say, this is different. and then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's another one I could see going either way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, what, about, uh, what about FTR? Taking on Aussie Open for the World Tag Team Championships. FTR surely gets the win, but Aussie <laughs> Open, I, I like everything. Every time that we see them on television... They're great, uh, so I have yeah. high, I have high hopes for the match. I do. Oh yeah, I think it can be a damn good match. Yeah, Aussie Open's really had a good summer, kind of jumping their way up the the tag ladder here to yep. being the top contender. So yeah, it should be a good match. Yeah, I can see uh, yeah a lot of excitement there. What about the women's match here? Chris Statlander taking on Julia Hart. That TBS Championship is on the line. Uh, has Julia had a, a big enough of a push to put her over? Probably not yet, because no. Statlander's still pretty early on in this title run. But well, early on, compa- well, like, I think she's like four and a half months in. So I guess like early on compared to Jade Cargill standards, <laughs> yeah, the only other one. So, but still, yeah, I don't think quite yet for Julia. But you know, let her have a 12, 15 minute match. Look. Look real good against the champ and yep. keep her momentum going, and certainly a future champion at some point. Yeah, certainly, certainly future champ. Um, what yeah. about this six man tag that we have? Jericho, Kenny Omega, Kotobushi taking on Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay. Of course, Don Callis will be ringside. 
this is fun. There's story all over the place between all of these performers in some way or another. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Real excited to see Kota Ibushi. I think uh, this could be the match, you know, I think where he will have, where he will start hitting that stride. Does that make yeah, sense? We, we hope. We've, we've seen him twice now. The first time felt a little slow. Wait, have we seen him twice? Was he at All In? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with Hangman and I forget. Was it Hangman and? I can't remember the exact um, yeah. match, but he was there. He was there, but yes, I think this could be, you know, I think this six dudes, this could be the, a great opportunity for him to show, uh, hey, this is who I am, AEW. <clears throat> yeah, and of course, Will Ospreay, always a pleasure to have him here in AEW, so. Well, we're going to have him in AEW for a long time. Uh, yeah, we're just for waiting sure. for that official All Elite graphic. To we're waiting up. for the official graphic to come, to come up. Uh, what about here? Um, uh, we just signed the contract for it. Hangman on page, checking on Swerve Strickland, in just a straight up singles match. This is going to be good. I think both these guys, you know, I mean, obviously Hangman on page is who he is. Swerve Strickland's been on a great role as of late. Mike work especially. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, certainly, the win would mean more to Swerve. I think. Um, so I guess I'd probably give it to him. Yeah, I wonder. Hangman Adam Page, last time he was in a singles uh, routine was with... It's been a while. Moxley? Uh, well, yeah, that was the last time he had like a world title shot when he got knocked out. No, what, but yeah, but then I think when he came back, he started going into the elite type business and oh uh, yeah, six man tag. So yeah, yeah, this is uh you know it's been a, it's been a long while since we've seen Hangman Adam Page in a singles competition, but maybe Swerve Strickland needs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks, Wheeler Yuta, in a straight up match. Ricky Starks, <coughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, give it to Pretty Ricky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably the least storyline involved match on the show, but right two there. very competent wrestlers. So, yeah. Give Ricky the win. MJF taking on the Righteous in what is now a two-on-one handicap match for that Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. Uh, does yeah. MJF find a way? Does something squeaky happen? I don't know, but, uh, you know, if it just ends up being a straight-up two-on-one, he's still, you know, he's still your world champion, your top guy in the company, so yeah. certainly he can handle these two guys. Yeah. But, yeah. Crazier things have happened. Like you said, our main event here, hometown hero Brian Danielson taking on Zack Sabre Jr. in what many would call a dream match. I think this was uh, definitely the match that was um, uh, hoped for at the very first Forbidden Door. If you can recall, Claudio, yeah. Claudio had debuted, but I think Danielson had gotten injured, or it was it was something to that effect. I don't remember. What. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyways, hometown hero. Here it is, Brian Danielson. Was he? I think really, really one of my biggest questions is: Is he going to get Final Countdown? We've seen it twice now. Well, they've done it. Yeah, it feels like. A pay-per-view thing, so... 
and especially yeah in his uh you know his hometown like we said aberdeen washington oh, oh, close by mm-hmm. home state very close yeah so give brian the win he's the aew guy give brian the win tony mm-hmm. yeah it's not even for zach saber's belt anyway so it's not like and I, it's anyway. for nothing at all, really. Yeah, I think Brian yeah. Danielson, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine he's closer to 100% now that he's doing all sort of violent matches and shit. Yeah, he wasn't wearing the protector on his last match like he was Previously. during the strap match. Yeah. So, yeah, either way, it should be a damn good match. Uh, this is two pay-per-views, though, in a row without an AEW world title match, which is interesting. All out because we could well because we just had it at all in, but he still fought it all out. MJF, it was yeah. just a tag title match he did, and now and then, this yeah, one, here, which you know, if I was buying a ticket to the show, I'd like to see a world title match, but agreed. You know, uh, in many ways, I think the MJF and Adam Cole is still the best thing, but still the best story they have going, yep. We'll have to see the next couple of weeks how they do things. This whole mystery group, yeah, uh, certainly has added a see very if, intriguing yes. wrinkle. See if you're getting fucking worked, bud. That's all <laughs> the time we have the show for this week, folks. Thanks for listening. Wrestler of the week. You're right. I totally forgot. A wrestler of the week. <laughs> That's okay. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week. Of the week, the wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week. I will give it to, um, I will give it to, uh, I'll give it to, <laughs> I'll, no, actually, you know what? I'll give it to Brian Danielson. For that Texas Death Match coming, uh, you know, a a dangerous stipulation for you know coming off of a broken arm, always making it yep. work. Uh, rare television type thing, also too. You know, not not even a spectacle. Collision has been a great series of shows lately, and Danielson capped it off. Brian Danielson, wrestler of the week. All right, I'm gonna give it to Dragon Lee for that awesome match he had on Raw. Uh, yeah, great breakout performance for him. Hung in there, had the crowd on his side without even knowing who he was. So, should be a nice, bright future for him. Yeah, all the best. We're hoping all the best for guys like Dragon Lee, especially. That is all the time that we have. Thanks for listening, of course, folks. Rate, review, like, subscribe. We're everywhere. We'll be back next week, uh, covering the follow, <coughs> follow, excuse me, from this Wrestle Dream and No Mercy. It's going to be a big wrestling weekend, and uh, you're going to want to tune in. All right, we'll catch you on the next one.